0: I'm Julie Martella, and this is my podcast, Navigating Widowhood. I'm a home strategist, coach, and passionate researcher. I've dedicated countless hours each week to diving into the most up to date research, writing, and interviewing others, seeking out valuable insights on navigating our unique journey. When I find something amazing, I want you to be the first to know. Are you ready to do this? Let's go. Welcome back, my beautiful friends and navigators. Today's episode is called How to Unleash the Power of Intentionality. Now, this isn't a woo-woo, <laughs> not a woo-woo episode. However, this concept of intentionality plays out in real time in our life and yet often at an unconscious level. So I want to take that invisibleness and bring it into the light today. All right. Are you guys ready? All right, let's go. I have a question. couple questions, actually. Number one, do you ever find yourself feeling untethered? in your life after loss, in your life as a solo person? Do you feel untethered? Do you feel like you're wandering? Do you wish you could find a purpose or a new plan for your life? And last of all, if you have thoughts about that new plan, do you still struggle to take those wishes and desires and turn them into a reality. Well, the loss of your loved one can create that sense of untetheredness. Absolutely, right? It can create the sense of purposeless, um, of this floating in the ocean, and it's perfectly normal because really the line if we take that analogy the line that tethered us has been cut and the and the tethering was the life we had with our person and so now that the line has been cut we will naturally find ourselves wandering however what if i told you that there was a powerful tool that could help retether you in retether you to life in a new and different way. We don't get to go back, right? There is no rewind. However, there is a way to retether yourself, and it's called intentionality. So intentionality does some beautiful things, it can help us find strength. It can help create purpose. It can give you a renewed sense of direction in your life. Now, what the hell is intentionality, right? I know you may be asking me that. (laughs) Intentionality is a concept that refers to a state of being directed towards something. And Rollo May he defines intentionality as um, the structure which gives meaning to experience. So, intentionality if you if you consider a garden, intentionality is if you decide I want to plant some roses, and you go and you plant the roses, and then you water them and you give them a little fertilizer, and you nurture them. Those actions, those are the actions that of directing yourself towards a purpose or towards something. You've created a desire, you've planted a seed of desire, and then you tend to it. That's intentionality. Now, practicing intentionality it needs, it doesn't just happen. You need to develop some habits and adapt a mindset approach. So what happens is you need to decide how am I going to do this and what does that look like? However, I'm going to tell you that the benefits of intentionality in your life are amazing. They include, you give, it gives you clarity, It gives you focus, right? Oh my gosh, don't we need focus when we're feeling so untethered? It gives you a sense of motivation and goal achievement and and you will experience personal growth because you're directing your energies towards something. And I remember, I even remember years ago hearing this and I believe it still holds true today that someone had said that We spend most of our life in a state of unconsciousness or semi-unconsciousness. Intentionality has us wake up and be intentional and be conscious. So how do you practice intentionality in your life? Well, I'm going to tell you that. Number one. Well, we're not doing number ones because you know I'm going to forget. All right. First thing, though, you need to reflect on your values, You need your values after the loss of your partner or spouse, you may discover that you have different values and it's okay. But what you need to do is you need to take the time, right? Take the invisible and make it visible. What are my values? What is important to me? What brings me joy, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose? When you understand your values, then you can begin to set intentions that align with your values of who you are and what you want to achieve. So for example, if you decide one of my values is I strongly believe in the protection of animals. Well, if that's a core value for you, then activities that support your core value, such as volunteering at an animal shelter fostering kittens um, or writing a check each month to the SPCA. That becomes your intentional way to align yourself with your values. Next, you need to set clear intentions. You need to get specific. You just can't say, oh, I think that, um, let's go back to the, the animals. I think that it's good that animals are supported. That's kind of vague, right? Kind of namby-pamby. You need to get specific. I believe that animals should be protected, and I want to do that by being a a kitty foster mom. No kidding. I have a friend who does that. She's amazing. I don't know how she does it, but she does. (laughs) Kitty foster moms. It's a thing. So when you're clear in your intentions... Then you get to decide how am I going to like man? I know that sounds woo woo. How am I going to manifest this? How am I going to make this happen? How am I going to achieve this thing in the different areas of my life, such as relationships? That's an area of your life. Careers, um, healthcare is your is a personal growth, finances, all of those areas of your life you can set intentions for. Um, And you set intentions by creating what I call I am statements. So number one, you've reflected on your core values. And then number two, based on your core values, you begin to create some I am statements. So for me, one of my core values after Jason died, one of the things that became important to me, important, was that I wanted to travel. I had not traveled while we were married because let's face it, the man was a farmer. You don't travel. (laughs) You take care of the land. So after he died and I really reflected on what is now important to me, I decided, you know what? Traveling's important to me. And then, but what that meant was Then I had to create an I am statement that said, I am a woman who travels. Well, there's a whole nother podcast here because then if I am a woman who travels, then that means I have to get over myself and my fears, like my fear of of big open places, my love of being an introvert, my, um, believe it or not, believe it or not, my friends, I am an introvert. I am trying to get better and be more extroverted. And and one of the reasons I'm doing that is because I want to be, I am a woman who travels. I am a woman who serves other widowed people. Those core values required me to step out of myself and become more extroverted. So when you set the intentions, when you use the I am statements, It helps you to clarify who you are, what the value is, what the intention is, and how you're going to get there, all right? Now, another thing that's very important is setting daily rituals and creating daily rituals. Daily rituals are, if you think of your day as a structure of, as a house Your daily rituals is literally laying the foundation and the cornerstones of your house every single day. Did you know that? So when you create intentional rituals that support your goals and your overall well-being, then you help focus your intentions. Okay, so what's a ritual? A ritual can be anything that you do on a daily basis, such as journaling, um, having a gratitude practice, meditating, exercising, visualizing, reading quality literature. That does not mean scrolling social media, (laughs) right? Um, It could be taking a cold shower or making your bed. Those are all rituals. And do you know why I say Uh, do you know why I say making your bed and taking a cold shower? Because if you have decided that one of your intentions and which comes out as your I am statement is I am a more disciplined person. Guess what? Making your bed is a discipline. Getting your tushy into a 30 second cold shower every morning, even though you don't want to, that's a discipline. And creating a ritual in which you do that helps you build your intention. It helps you build your intentional life that includes the statement, I am a a, a more disciplined person. I do hard things. I can do hard things. So rituals will help support you in your quest of becoming an intentional person. The next thing is mindfulness. Decision making. When you make decisions, every decision has one of two outcomes. Every decision in your life will either propel you towards a future version of you or it will keep you stuck in the past. Did you know that? Every single choice you make. A decision is a choice. Every choice you make has one of two effects. It helps you or it hinders you. So if you are going to be an intentional person, then guess what? You have to be mindful about your decision-making process. You, And what that means is you just have to pause. You need to pause and reflect about whether the decision, the choice that you're going to make, if it aligns with who you are and your core values, or does it, does it work in contradiction to them? Right? So consider the potential impact of your decisions on your long-term goals. If one of my long-term goals is I want to build 10 pounds of muscle and the decision-making is I'm going to sit here and binge watch um, all seasons of Yellowstone is that decision going to help me get to that longer-term goal? Or is it going to keep me stuck in the present in the past? Same thing with money. If I am a person who does not have debt, and yet I went Amazon shopping again and piled my cart full of stuff that I never knew I needed, is that decision to buy those things going to help me achieve the long-term goal of financial security and stability? every decision that you make, you need to pause and ask yourself, is this going to help me or hurt me? Is this going to help me be intentional, right? You're being intentional. Am I going to achieve the goals and the results that I want in my life if I make this decision? Now, it doesn't mean that every decision is agonizing and, and it has a lot of angst. It doesn't need to be that way. What it means is every decision runs through the filter. That's it. It's like pouring a cup of coffee. You just run it through the filter and decide, helping me or hurting me? Because now I'm aware and I'm intentional about what's important in my life. All right. You also want to practice present moment awareness. And this kind of goes back to that living life unconsciously, like we're just going through life like bumper cars at the county fair. I love that analogy. We're just bumbling through life and then whack, we hit something, we go, oh, what just happened there? So cultivating mindfulness in your daily life means that you're present and you're engaged in whatever you're doing. You're awake. (laughs) You know what's going on. Whether that's having a conversation, whether that's working at your job or on a task, or simply enjoying a moment, like, oh my goodness, a sunset or a sunrise, depending on if you're a morning person or not. This helps you stay connected with your intentions and make conscious choices in the moment, right? It helps you with moment by moment living. Then I want you to practice taking inspired action. And what that means for me is taking that intention of either, let's say, financial stability or more muscle or supporting animals or being a traveler. Those may be the intentions. Well, guess what? Now you got to put your money where your mouth is. You've got to create actionable steps and inspired action to take you from, I would like to be there, to I am getting there. And what that means and what that might look like in your life is breaking it down into actionable steps and consistently taking action. So if if I am a woman who travels, I'm setting aside money for traveling. I'm clearing out space in my calendar for traveling. Maybe I've looked at big ways to travel and little ways to travel. There's, there's lots of actions that I can take to help create intentionality, to help move me towards the future that I want to have. And then the last thing that you need to do is, you need to, on a, on a fairly regular basis, I want you to reassess and review your intentions and your values. I want you to go back and go, you know, I've been uh, fostering kitties at the animal shelter for six months. How's that working for me? Because you you may have one of two outcomes. The outcome could be, it's working great. I'm uh, helping these kitties get a little bit bigger and then they get adopted. Or you might discover, you know, I love doing this, but um, I'm allergic to cats and I have to take Zyrtec every day and eye drops. Maybe this isn't working out. Maybe. I thought this was a great idea, but it's not practical or it's not feasible or sustainable. There's no harm. That's the important part. I, I know I can hardly say important. that's a uh, That's a brain damage word. <laughs> that's an important part of the process is trying things out without judgment. and And the only way you're going to decide whether something works or not is to go back and to reevaluate and reassess. Uh, if I was a foster cat mom, which by the way, I wouldn't be because I have horrible cat allergies. So if I was, if I decide I'm gonna be a foster cat mom, I'm gonna have a lot of problems even though I had this great idea and I was intentional about it. No harm, no foul. If I decide I wanna be, I am, not I wanna be, I am, a woman who travels, and I take an adventure travel tour and I bungee jump off of a bridge like in the tropics somewhere, and I go back and I reassess because I was laying on the ground for 20 minutes afterwards because I was having a panic attack, then maybe I need to reevaluate. Maybe we need to say, or I need to say, I am a woman who travels, but I don't really enjoy adventure travel. See? Evaluating and reassessing allows you to course correct. And that is an important, important part of being intentional, is course correcting. Um, Did you know, fun fact, (laughs) fun useless fact, um, a ship, if you go on a cruise, a transatlantic cruise, if you change the navigation on the ship by one degree, at the start of the trip, you will end up in a totally different location. Same goes for us. Small course corrections, small reevaluations changes the course and the trajectory of our life for better or worse. All right, remember to support yourself or to to seek support from like-minded people and surround, that was the word I was looking for, surround yourself with people who love you and support you and are like you. Um, Find communities or find a mentor who can inspire you. So we don't need people to brainwash us. We need people to inspire us. Because when you are inspired, you get to take the best of what they do and go, huh, how could I apply that? How could I try that in my life? Then you get to run that experiment. When you get surrounded by people who brainwash you, there's no room for individual thought. There's only room for, I have to do it exactly like that person. And that's not what we're going for. That is not intentional living. That is um cult living. <laughs> so find people who inspire you. Find people who bring out the best in you. Find people who mirror what you want to look like in your intentional future. And then use those people as the inspiration for your masterpiece that is your life. Remember, unleashing the power of intentionality is an ongoing practice. It is not one and done. You want to stay consistent. You want to maintain a positive mindset And you want to trust the process. With time and dedication, you can create an intentional life to love. I promise you. All right. You can do this, my friends. And if not, (laughs) I'm here to help. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. As always... I'm here for you, and one of the ways that I do that is with my website called Navigating Widowhood, which is full of resources for those of you who are newly widowed all the way to you season widows like me. It's our place where we can connect, where I can provide you with resources, and where you can explore to your heart's content the different aspects that you may be struggling with. Ah, And this month, I am proud to introduce that I have written a book for you, and it is only available to you because guess what? We deserve it. (laughs) So head on over to Navigating Widowhood, and at the top of the page, you'll see something that says, get your free ebook now. It is called From Overwhelmed to Organized, and that, my friends, is my special gift to you.